evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast, FYI. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. It is 9.09 p.m. here on the 30th of June, and welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me. Well, how has everybody been? I can tell you that um, I've just, I don't know, I guess I just probably just, just been okay. Um, I did a show, uh, I guess a couple weeks back now. And uh, prior to that for Gosh, probably another, you know, three three weeks prior to that, um, because of of the loss of our father, um, it's only been two and a half months, and and of course, you know, the grieving stages. Um, there's there there is no set time when when grieving ends. But um, I know that our father would want us to continue with our lives, our daily lives, what we do every single day, and be happy. And that's what I'm trying to do. So, of course, this is the end of the month, the 30th of June heading into the seventh month of the year already. Hard to believe that. Of, of course, um, the end of June marks the end of school. Universities, colleges, high schools, public schools. Everybody is, well, I mean, all students are on holidays. People start to take their holidays. And, you know, the summertime is something a lot of us look forward to, you know, living here in Canada, you know, known as the uh, Great White North. But uh, it's not the frozen part of the world. We do have summertime. And, of course, it is the last day of Pride Month. And I can sit here and I can honestly tell you how disgusted I am with certain groups who go out there and have nothing better to do all day than to intimidate, harass, 
people of the LGBTQ plus two spirited communities. It's unbelievable. The ignorance, the homophobic and bigotry that runs through people's veins. As if though people from the LGBTQ plus two spirited communities, as if they have no rights. And I can refer back to the Charter of Rights and Freedoms of Canada in section 15, when it clearly states that everyone has rights. Everyone. And that includes people who feel they are a different gender. People of the LGBT community has the same rights as everybody else. Animals have rights. And animals are not humans. I don't know if you ever heard of, or maybe you might have heard of, the clobber passages. are six or seven passages in the Bible that often used to condemn homosexuality and other gender and sexual minorities. They're known as the clobber, the clobber passages. People, you know, in the Christian faith, not everybody, I'll just make that very clear. And that quite, quite a few people support the LGBTQ plus two spirited communities. Now, even with the events taking place across the city that I reside in, other cities here in North America, across the United States, across Europe, everywhere. Even when it comes to uh, drag queen story time, and of course, These homophobics and bigots show up. 
to do what? To harass, to intimidate. They'll go to great lengths, they'll travel long distances. If there was only one place on this earth where the LGBTQ plus two spirited would gather, homophobics and bigots would go to great lengths to get there to intimidate and to harass. Two days ago, I was reading, or not reading, I was perusing YouTube. And, of course, they have shorts, these short videos. And this woman was just bashing the hell out of the LGBTQ. Going as far as saying people of the LGBTQ plus two community is one of the seven sins. I don't even think she knows what the seven sins are. I really don't. It doesn't mention homosexuality in the seven sins. Nor does it mention homosexuality in the Ten Commandments. Nor does it mention in the Bible that God is a homophobic or Christ is a homophobic. And you may probably, you know, come to realize, or maybe you know what these clobber passages are, or maybe you don't. I don't have to belong to any, any church or any faith, any congregation to figure out what these passages really mean. Didn't take me long to figure out what these passages were referring to. So the clobber passages are a term used to describe the seven passages in the Bible that have been used to shame the LGBTQ people. These biblical texts have been used to tell, to tell them that they are broken, less than, perverted, degenerate, and abomination, etc. And over time, these passages have become known as the clobber 
passages. What are they? The clobber passages are a term. Genesis 19, 1 through 38. Hey, how you doing? Jimmy. So I'm the host of the Truckers Podcast, FYI. And uh, you obviously, uh, you, prob you probably are a follower and you obviously know that I have been absent um, for some time. I did do a show um, a couple of weeks ago, but prior to that, um, April 25th, um, it wasn't until about the middle of May, I think it was, um, because of the passing of, of our father. Um, so, you know, I've been dealing with that. Oh, thank you for joining me, Jimmy, that you're new listener. And, uh, yeah, so I have, I have been absent. Um, generally, um, I do it on weekends. Saturday mornings and Sunday mornings and trying to find the time throughout the week to do shows, you know, being a trucker and, you know, it's just become, you know, difficult to do it that way. And of course, um, going through the loss of our dad, it's been really tough. But I'm trying to carry on as though, you know, that I know that he wants us to do that. You know, so I've been struggling. <clears throat> I've been, I have, you know, so just let my listeners know out there too, and my followers too, that I have been struggling. But my show, you know, to, to talk about controversial topics and we need to talk about things right we need to talk about you know the homeless and why it's happening the who went where when why we need to talk about addiction we need to talk about you know, when it comes to um, people, you know, rent evictions is one of them. And, and, and are the landlords being legit when it comes to rent evictions? We need to talk about the social economics because the social economics plays a, plays a huge role in society. Meaning from people who are destitute, poor, 
middle class, high class, and how this has an effect on society. We also need to talk about, and what I'm talking about tonight, being that this is in the end of month, and that the whole month of June was Pride Month. I spent a lot of time, I'm going to tell you this right now. I am a Protestant. I don't go to church. I don't have to go to church to figure out things and channel my way through any biblical passages in the Bible. And I sat down many nights. And the the other thing too about putting a show together, it takes time because you have to do a lot of research. You have to find the answers to the questions. Try to invite you there, there we go. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. So what I was saying, I mean, it takes time to and, and, and to find the answers to the questions. Right, you're absolutely right. Whatever topic, what people want to talk about. And I'm not afraid to come out here and, and you know, and talk about the LGBTQ plus two-spirited and how yeah. they have been mistreated and and continue to be discriminated against we well, see I, I don't mind talking about them i i the one thing that i disagree that they that they have been doing since the whole movement started is um that they've been forcing or pushing their agenda on children and teenagers you know their kids you know they're not even supposed to at a young age, they're not even supposed to worry or care about orientation, what gender they think they are, and etc. You know, they're not adults; they're kids. You know, they start pushing their agenda on kids and teenagers. You know, it becomes a problem. I'm like, look at child slash teen suicide rates; those have been at its all time highest because of such social issues. It's been one of the biggest topics of why kids and teenagers have been suicidal depressed they have you know kinds of mental anguish i know growing up as a kid you know we we at least in my area where i'm from you know kid suicide or teen suicide wasn't a a talked about or was it like something that was in the news all the time it wasn't a very common thing like it is now you know people kept to themselves people respected everybody uh, and people, you know, people live their lives, you know, we didn't have agenda field media uh, and and social gatherings of like agenda field social gatherings and stuff like that compared to what it, what it is now. You know, it's gotten insanely out of hand uh, with with this agenda field. You know, I get it. People, people are people. People will want to love who they want to love and they want to do what they want to do. I get it. But for the love of God and all that is holy, leave the kids out of it. Leave the kids alone because look what it's doing to them. It's not causing them to be, um, I don't know if you're referring to the suicide rates of, of teenagers and kids today are the cause of, of um, 
the LGBT community, as you say, as they're pushing their agenda on these well, people, because that would just be absolutely wrong to even say that. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that these kids, kids, kids these days uh, think they're gay. They're like five years old, eight years old, and they're saying they're gay. It's like, what did you even know about that? You're a child. And so you have no business even thinking like that, period. And stuff. And kids get picked on by other kids because their kids are saying these outlandish things that they have no business talking about or even thinking about. And these kids get so depressed because they're confused. You know, they hear their adults talk about it. They hear adults telling them. Even teachers, there's been teachers. Uh, example in Florida, they're grooming kids to make them think they're transgender. And that is horrible. I'm sorry, but that that's just terrible that adults are trying to are grooming kids into thinking that they're the opposite gender uh which i mean let's be honest let's be honest with ourselves there's no such thing as being transgender you can't go from one sex to the or gender from from one gender slash sex to the other that's impossible no i mean biologically right biologically um you're male, um, regardless, because you have all the traits and in, in, in the, in the chromosomes, you know, and, and stuff like that. But they, they, they once, uh, it used to be that they say that, you know, people who are transgender, they have a mental illness. When, well, it is. Well, it's not because the, uh, the, uh, the MDS and, and even, uh, uh, the medical field in the United States here and also here in Canada have re have removed that from there, um, saying well, that right. it's not a mental illness. They, they removed it because of all the agenda that's being pushed around and stuff. And uh, ever since they started pushing all this, the LGBTQ started pushing their agenda in society to f try to force society to accept them as normal and that they're okay with what they're doing. You know, the medical field has changed a lot of what they said just just so they won't get backlash from these groups of people or their supporters and so but you know we got we have to be honest and real with ourselves it is not normal for a man to think he's a woman and dress up like a woman and pretend he's a woman it's not normal for a woman to think she's a man and dress like a man and act like a man when clearly she he he's never going to be a woman she could she can never be a man period and period simple as that is impossible they can think all they want that they're the opposite gender, but they're never going to be the opposite gender, period. Biological, in their mind, their thoughts, they could pretend they can be whatever they want. I can say I'm a horse and it doesn't make me a horse. Now does it? No, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to argue that point because biologically that's, that's the thing, right? You are your, your gender you know, at birth, you know, is confirmed, you know, and, um, but anyways, they, you know, so, you know, they, they don't classify it as, as, as a mental illness. I was looking for something, um, on here. I had it on here. So I haven't been on, on my, on my favorite list for a little while because I was dealing with other things. Oh, it's totally understandable. And, you know, and I tell people and, you know, and I tell people, you know, you're re really looking to the whole uh, transitioning thing because 
the or per- transitioning procedure because this isn't medical documents. This is in black and white and multiple medical documents. It's not one. It's not two. There's like at least five medical documents that I found so far and counting. Each and every single one of them have stated the end result of a person wanting to get surgery or to transition from one gender to the other. The end result is that that person will get cancer because their body is not made to hold those uh, chemical hormones and all those stuff they're pumping into their body because that's not the way their body is created. So there is made so they will get cancer because they're destroying their body from the inside out, putting all the hormone therapy and all that stuff. So there's a lot of doctors right now, and it's been silent, kind of silent, but there's a lot of doctors right now who are refusing to do sex change operations because they are seeing and qualifying it as murder because they know willfully what's going to, what's going to happen to them if they willfully perform that procedure. And a lot of doctors are stepping up and saying, no, I'm done doing the surgery. I don't want that blood on my hands. Yeah. We also, we also know that there's a lot of other things that we put into our bodies that's going to cause cancer too, like Mm -hmm. tobacco smoking, drinking alcohol, our, our diet in general is, is killing us. So we can say, we can say whatever you're injecting into your bodies and, and, and things like that are going to cause cancer. There's many things out there that's going to cause cancer. And uh, it just isn't, you know, potentially what they, they use for, for um, gender change or or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. but you know, uh, so what, so you were saying earlier that, you know, from your generation and stuff like that, um, it may even be from, uh, uh, pride parade and, and stuff like that. Um, if I could just find this one article, oh, yeah, like that, um, how far, pride. how far back, uh, the beginning of, uh, of pride, how far back it goes. It goes back decades. Oh, yeah. it's It's been there for a long time. It just hasn't been mainstream like it has been these last, like, five years or so. Well, it's been mainstream for the last 10 years. Yeah, there you go. Right? Yeah, it hasn't been, so, like, heavily publicized like it, like, like it has been the last 10 years, but it's been there. You know, and these pride, pride parades are getting kind of scary now. And I say scary because they televise one in California not too long ago and they did it in another state too I don't remember that st- what state that was in but you had these grown ass men and women walking stock naked or practically stock naked with collars and leashes and, and children are walking them and stuff and that's not pride I mean that's some like perverted shit how do you allow a child to walk with an adult attached to a leash that's practically naked That's what does that have to do I don't even know where that happened I mean, yeah it happened it happened no, like that. where like in let me see uh let me find where in california well somewhere in california this happened yeah Yeah, yeah so there's an article. Uh, even in Washington, there's one in Washington that says Washington 
Washington dim silent on nude pride cyclists exposing genitalia during parade. Seattle pride parade features naked men on bikes at all ages. Yeah, I mean this. The list goes on and on and on. Uh, on on this, if you just Google, if you just Google that stuff, I mean that list goes on and on. It's insane. Some of these pride parades, what they're yeah, allowing in them. Yeah, I haven't seen. Yeah, I haven't seen that and, and stuff like that. I mean, if I mean, I mean, sure, you can have your parade and um, and be be closed. You know, is acceptable. I mean, you know, we can't walk down the street naked because you know you're gonna get arrested. People are gonna think something's wrong with you. You know, so I mean, of course, yes, men can go topless. You know, actually, here in Canada, it's, women can go topless. It was a big thing 15, 20 years ago, and now it's mm-hmm. it's, it's just become a fad. It's, to, to make a point that why can men go uh, topless and what and, and women can't, you know, but anyways, I mean, yeah, I mean, if they, you know, we don't, I, I here in Ontario and stuff like that in Toronto, London, Kitchener, anybody else around here where they had their pride, uh, their pride parade, stuff like that. None of that sort of things was, uh, was going on. Obviously they weren't, you know, naked and riding bicycles and, and, and things like that. So, but, you know, it's just, you know, when people, I guess, you know, when um, people, uh, you know, they refer to the Bible about homosexuality and stuff like that, um, there's something like six, and they call them clobber uh, uh, verses in the Bible, you know, so basically, you know, using them to clobber the people of, of, of the LGBTQ plus two spirit, you know, and, um, and, and, and before I have you come on here talking to me, you know, um, I'm not a religious person. I haven't gone to church in decades. I'm a Protestant doesn't make any difference of who I am. Define but define it, Protestant for me. Well, I don't go to a Catholic church. I will go to a United Church or I'll go to a Protestant uh, a Presbyterian church and but it's Christian you know, based, right? If I'm not well, mistaken. Of course. Yeah, okay. of course, you know, because okay. you that's know, that's what I thought. That's what I was trying to understand. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, so the New Testament or hmm. maybe back in well even 20 years whatever you know, I didn't go to church neither, but the Old Testament, whatever the case may be, you know, but it didn't take me long, you know, because I had to go I had to just go through and research stuff and, 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 and looking through what the passages are in the Bible and, and stuff like that, you know, and how people interpret things, you know, because we read something, we bring it into our into our thoughts, and, and then we try to interpret what they're saying. It's like reading, it's like reading any kind of a book or any kind of story, right? Well, it didn't take me long to figure out, you know, when they um, start talking about um, Genesis uh, Genesis nineteen and what Paul was talking about and uh, Sodom. You know what took place and everything like that 
Um, it didn't take me long to figure it out. It had nothing to do with homosexuality. And they so they use these these six or seven these six verses particular because three from the Old Testament, three from the New Testament. They call them clobber passages in the Bible, using them and, and condemning homosexuality. Right. So, you know, there is no clear, I mean, it, no it clarity does. stated directive in the Bible to marginalize and, and ostracize gay people. Then the Christians continue to do so is morally indispensable and must cease. Well, it does say in the Bible that man should not lay with another man. And that's refer reference to man and man and women and women in the Bible. Yeah, but what it's also referring to is it, it says it says a man should not lay with another male. Not another man. It says another male. And what's well, that? Male and man is the same thing. Yeah, so what's that reference to? It's not That's referencing re to, to homosexuality it's, because back in biblical yes, it times, is. they didn't even know what it was. Paul didn't even know what it was back in the Roman history times of, of how they conducted each other, you know, in the temple. He had no idea what that was. Well, that's how that's how they use their terminology when they say to have sex or sleep with someone. They use the word lay. It wasn't necessarily yeah, saying right. fucker, so, sex, yeah. it's lay. Yeah, yeah. So what? So you know, interpret in interpretation. You know, so what it be referring to? You know, would be um, pedophilia is what it would be referring to not homosexuality. That's what it's referring to. And it's also in, in Sodom, it was about, you know, um, exclusion and not inclusion. And it was about, and it was about um, um, rape. And, and um, of course, uh, pedophilia, right? And and hate, and that's why it says in the Bible, and this is that's why God destroyed Sodom. Yeah, there's pedophiles, there's homosexuals. It had, nothing, it had nothing to do with homosexuality. It does not say anything in there, and the Bible, the Bible. If, if you, you you can Google search right now and say, what does the Bible say about, about homosexuality? They'll say the Bible says nothing about homosexuality. And they will go and refer, refer you to these to these six um, <clears throat> these, the, 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 these six things I just mentioned <clears throat> of, of the clobber of the clobber theory. And that's what it's going to talk about. And I also was reading articles on people from, 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 from the Christian faith as well. And they've been in the church all their lives. And they're speaking out against these passages that are, you, that are, are known as the clobber passages. And they're speaking out against them. And they've been in the Christian faith in the church all their life. What does that tell you? I mean, I just don't look up stuff and say, oh, this is what it is. 
No, because then I have to then I have to look up to see what what is the ministry saying about this. What are ministers saying about this? What are pastors saying about this? And they are referring to them as the clobber passages. Right, so, you know, so there is also clearly stated directive in the Bible to marginalize and ostracize gay people. Then the Christians continue to do so as morally indefensible and must cease. Right? Banning their participation in the church, thus depriving them from the comforts and the, and the spiritual fruits of the church. Banning their participation in the sacrament of marriage, thus depriving them from the comforts of the spiritual fruits of marriage. Damaging the bonds between gays and their straight family members, thus weakening the comforts and the spiritual fruits of family life for both gays and their families and using their position within society as spokespersons for God to proclaim that all homosexual relationships are disdained by God, which is not the case. God is not a homophobic, neither is Christ. Heterosexual Christians are being unbiblical by using the clobber passages as justification for applying absolute standards of mortality and homosexual sins as they themselves are not tempted to commit. And while at the same time accepting themselves as the standard relative mor morality of these sins listed in the clobber passages, they do not routinely commit. And this is what these these copper passages are are doing, and and you know, um, in I mean there are uh, I looked up how many passages would possibly be, you know, in, in the Bible verses. There's like thirty two thousand verses within you know verses within you know, and and, and there's only six potentially listen saying that, that it's homosexuality condemning it the bible is nearly silent on homosexuality by the way a great deal of its content is devoted to how christians should behave And, and, and throughout it, the Bible insists in all fairness, equality, love, and the rejection of, uh, of other um, legalism. Now, the heterosexual Christians are obligated to, to look at the Bible to determine the sinfulness of homosexual acts. How much greater is their obligation to the Bible to determine the sinfulness of other behaviors towards gay persons, especially in the light of gay communities, to call that for justice? People go to church for a lot of for, for a lot of things in, in, in healing, in outreach, in outreach. They go they go to church to 
to say their 10 Hail Marys. He must have done something in order to have to go do that. I, I, you know, I go on YouTube sometimes. I just peruse. I go on there for, for music videos because I like to see what people have to say about music videos. And, and there's a lot of good people out there uh, uh, doing, doing their work and, and um, knowing about the rock band or music, whatever, engineer music they're, they're, they're going to talk about. But then I do peruse through through other articles and, and videos on, on YouTube, and I came across this one, and it was really, really disturbing. And that the, the individual uh, uh, referring to um, homosexuality as one of the seven sins. And of course, myself, I mean, I'm thinking, okay, well, I don't go to church. I have to figure this out for myself. You know, and, and to um, look up what are, what are the seven sins? I mean, I, I know what the Ten Commandments are. You know, and it doesn't mention homosexuality in the Ten Commandments. And then I had and then I said, okay, well, she's she's referring to homosexuality as one of the seven sins. And, and I'm thinking to myself, well, I guess I have to just figure this out myself. I have to just look it up, right? What are the seven deadly sins? The seven deadly sins are, are pride, covenantness, also known as greed, lust, anger, gluttony, envy, and sloth. Pride. Lust, anger, gluttony, envy, sloth. Well, sloth is laziness or the sluggishness when facing the effort necessary to perform a task. Sloth is sinful when one lets a necessary task go undone for, for when, when it needs to be done badly because one is unwilling to make the necessary effort. I didn't even know that was a sin. He's been putting off cutting the grass for I don't know how long. Guess I'm lazy. Envy, sadness at the good fortune of another, whether in possessions, success, virtues, or talents. The sadness arises from the sense that the other person does not deserve the good fortune, but you do. And especially because of the sense that another person's good fortune has somehow deprived you of similar good fortunes. Gluttony is the, is the excessive desire, not for food or drink, but for the pleasure obtained by eating and drinking. And while gluttony is most often associated with overeating, drunkenness is also a consequence of gluttony. Well, I've had drunkenness. I've experienced that. I'm sure we all have. Anger. The excessive desire to take revenge. While there is such a thing as righteous anger, 
that refers to proper response to injustice or wrongdoing, you know, we get mad at, at, at things, right? And we get mad at people. Anger as one of the anger as one of the deadly sins may begin with just a legitimate grievance. But it escalates until it's out of proportion to do to the wrong done. So, you know, we show people will show anger towards the LGBTQ plus two spirited people. And that's one of the seven sins. Lust. A desire for sexual pleasure that is out of proportion of the good. Right? And and, and it also comes to covenantness. Thou shalt not covet the neighbor's wife. Right? Some other than, than, than one's spouse. It is possible even to have lust towards one's spouse if one's desires for him or her is selfish rather than aimed at the deepening of the marital union. This is nothing about homosexuality being one of the seven sins as that this individual on this short video she posted on there on YouTube, and I don't even know how it's still there. And the false accusations that she makes. It's just mind-boggling. And certainly, you know, I mean, we should. Whether you go to church or not, I'm sure you, you, you have heard, you know, of the Ten Commandments. Does the Ten Commandments mention it's wrong to be homosexual? No, it does not. So using these six or seven or six verses known as the clobber verses and, and, and use them uh, uh, against a certain group, particularly the LGBT community. And it's showing discourse, it's showing hate, it's showing, you know, so bigotry, homophobic. Phobias are fear. That's what phobias are. And the only thing that you should fear is fear itself. People of the LGBT community are not out there to commit sexual crimes against people. And neither is the transgender community. As people were 
would refer to is that, oh, they only want to be transgender just to get into women's bathrooms or girls' bathrooms so so they can sexually assault females. That is just freaking bullshit. It would just be simple to to have, you know, a, I guess, a washroom or whatever just directed to them, a change room just directed to them. But society doesn't want to do that. So we're going to make both sides feel uncomfortable. We're going to make the transgender feel uncomfortable and we're going to make anybody who is heterosexual uncomfortable. We are going to force transgender people to use the restrooms or change rooms that refers to their gender. Same as you or I, I go to a male's bathroom, women go to a girl's bathroom. There's something I don't, you know, that I don't agree with and that, you know, males should not be on female teams. Males by, by naturally, we are, we are bigger, we are stronger. You know, we're, we're built that way. Women, on the other hand, I'm not saying women are soft or weak and, and stuff like that because they're not. They are quite strong. They're really good at what they do in in, in their in their field in their field of of uh, whatever athletics they choose. But they're also better. You know, in, in they're also better in for caring and empathy. You know, because mothers and, and comfort, because that's what mothers do. But women are also strong. But men, by nature, are stronger. So no, no person, no male should be on a female's team. I can agree with that. You know, there, there's other like things going on here, you know, also here in Canada, it's not just the United States and Europe and around the world, you know, when it, when it comes to um, pronouns. Um, how people want to be referred to as by their, their, of, of their choice of who they feel they are. So out east on the other side of Canada, I think it's the province of New Brunswick, 
Now says anybody under the uh, 16 and under cannot use pronouns that refer to their gender. And the teachers do not have to recognize that. And what happens then, they would have to get permission from uh, uh, kids who are 16 and under, permission from their parents if it's okay if they use the pronoun that the, the child is referring, that they want to be referred by. Now what happens in this case, and they, and they never really discussed it, but it was brought up. What happens if they haven't even told their parents? Even if the child is 16 years old, let's say. We use that for an example. They haven't even told their parents. Now I'm sure, or maybe you haven't um, heard of uh, pronouns um, used by the LGBTQ plus two spirited. Now, There's, I mean, what, what happens to people when they, they get outed? You know, so basically what this, 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 um, uh, new bill passed in New Brunswick is that they're saying that, you know, we don't have to refer to you by, by the chosen pronouns and we have to notify the parents. And then, of course, you have to see the, the school psychologist in order to sit down and figure out a way best how to address this with your parents. And if parents don't already know, then maybe they don't because, you know, we keep secrets. And they don't want their parents to know yet. And they're talking about, well, then, you know, we have to get permission from the parents to change the legal documents in the school. And it may not even be about that. That the, that the, the kids are not talking about, oh, no, I'm not talking about changing the documents, you know, what my name and gender and birth date is that you have on record. I don't want you to out me. I just want you to refer to by the pronoun that I've chosen. You know, it must be really scary for people, you know, the LGBTQ, because, you know, at some point in time, they're going to have to tell somebody of who they are and how they feel. A lot of things must run through their head because, you know, you know, are they going to be just cast aside? My parents going to kick me out of the house. Mom may be more lenient because of the compassion that she has. 
That may not be so much. You know, because that puts you through football, it puts you through hockey, it puts you through wrestling, it puts you through basketball. It toughens you up. Taught you how to throw your first punch. But then now you have to go back and say, I'm gay. Boy, that's going to throw people for a loop, especially your father. And there's going to be all kinds of emotions flying around the air. One of them is going to be anger. Another one is going to be disbelief. Another one is going to be sorrow and sadness, disappointment. And I'm sure if somebody who's going to, who's going to be coming out to reveal something to somebody, I'm sure that's running through their head. But then they know that their parents love them, or at least they think they know or think they, they do. And then it'd be cast away, but not only by one, but both. Because it's solely against our Christianity, it's solely against our religion. I just love it how they just throw religion into that. As though people of any Christianity or faith or Christianity or faith as though we think that we're just freaking perfect. Well, we're far from it. Oh, we can do no wrong. Oh, we follow those 10 commandments 100%. We don't do any of those seven sins. That would just, I mean, that right there, I'm telling you right now is bullshit. You know, you think people of Christianity, Christianity, you think, you think some of them haven't committed adultery? Think some of them haven't coveted the neighbor's wife? I mean, if you actually can sit there and, and think that people of a Christian faith has not broken any of the Ten Commandments or any of the Seven Sins, you need to give your head a shake. I'm not saying all of them. Some of them. I don't care if you're Catholic, Protestant, Greek Orthodox, Jewish. Somebody. I mean, we're only human. We have temptation. Right, didn't Adam and Eve have temptation? When they went in the Garden of Eden and ate those poisons and apples, they had temptation. Think about what people are doing to people. Think about that for a moment. 
I mean, if, if you if you live in the United States, or Canada's not any better, believe me. We have our black guys too. But if you look back in the 50s and 60s, you know, the you know, Martha Luther King and the marches they had to be treated equally. And you can probably go back and, and, and go back and find video of when, when, when blacks were marching down the street and being sprayed down by the fire department. Blacks not allowed to use the laundromats. Couldn't go to the Six Flags parks. Could drink out of the same water fountain. Had to ride on the back of the bus. Right at the back of the bus. Couldn't go to white schools. Here in Canada, we, we have the, res the residential school system. And it all started back in the late 1800s with the first prime minister of Canada, where they forcibly removed indigenous children from their homes and forced them into these residential schools residential schools. Cut their hair, prohibited from speaking their language. Call them savages. And try to colonialize them. to favor the white man. You can go on and you can Google the residential schools of Canada. And, and I'm telling you right now, you know, and to, and to find out the, that the last, the last residential school closed in 1996. When the first ones opened up in, in, in the late 1800s, it's appalling. And you think about Christianity and you think about black African-Americans and how they were treated by whites. Well, you think any of those people weren't Christians? Of course they were. Same way they treat the people, some Christians, not all, treat the LGBTQ. using these clobber verses from the Bible to clobber them over the head with it. It's appalling. The fear mongering that people do. I thought we were all equal. I really did. And most of us think that. You know, when it comes to, you know, the, um, the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, 
of Canada. You know, section 15 of the charter. It talks about discrimination. Equal rights. For everybody. Doesn't matter. About your ethnics, your color, your race. This says sex, but I think that should be, I think that word sex should be removed from that and, and, it, and it should be gender or gender orientation. Right, so if I scroll down here really quickly, equality rights section 15. And equality before and under the law and equal protection and benefit of the law. Every individual is equal before and under the law and has the right to equal protection and equal benefit of the law without discrimination and in particular without discrimination based on race, the national, ethnic, origin, color, religion, sex, age, mental or physical disabilities. Section two, subsection one does not pre, uh, pre, uh, preclude any law programs or activities that has object to the elaboration of the conditions of the development. So really the section of the charter makes it clear that every individual can, regardless of your race, your religion, your national, ethnic, origin, color, age, physical, mental disability is, is to be treated the same respect. The courts have held this section 15 also protects equality on the basis of other characteristics that are not specifically set out in it. For example, this section has been held to prohibit discriminations on the grounds of sexual orientation, marital status, marital status or citizenship. See, people, you know, we can't pick and choose what part of the section just, I get those rights. And you don't. How about security of a person? Life, liberty, and security of a person in section seven. 
So it guarantees the life, liberty, and person security of all Canadians. It also requires that the government respect the basic principle of justice whenever they intrude on these rights. Everybody has that. Everybody has what I just mentioned in section 15 of the charter. You know, back a couple years ago, and, and you probably have seen this on national TV and stuff like that, that the, the so-called truckers uh, freedom protest, and I called it the Karen Carnival, you know, because it got out of hand really fast. Yes, it started all, you know, um, illegal protest. It started a peaceful protest. People coming from across the country, truckers coming from across the country to ascend on, on the, uh, to our capital, Ottawa, Ontario. But it came very evident and very clear that it became illegal. And people argue that. Well, we're just protesting. When you're intimidating and harassing and obstructing, obstructing, that is not legal. Disturbing, disturbance. because right, we we have the we, we have the right to protest and we have the right to do it peacefully without obstructing and 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 uh, without obstructing others and without obstructing infrastructure such as border crossings such as Canada United States you know, we have the largest undefended border in the world. And that trade between Canada and the United States is worth billions of dollars. And that cannot be, and it cannot come to a halt just because somebody's got some discourse with the government. And oh, by the way, just so you know, Canadians are the only ones that bring bouncy castles and hot tubs to a protest. There's never been a protest like it. Bouncy castles and hot tubs to a protest. So there it goes to show you that they're in it for the long haul. But they had every intention of breaking pretty much every rule on a peaceful protest. And people will still claim today that's not the case. And they'd just be sadly mistaken.
Section 2C guarantees the right to a peaceful assembly. It does not protect riots and gatherings that seriously disturb the peace. Right? It has been stated that the right to freedom of assembly, along with freedom of expression, does not include the right to physically impede or blockade lawful activities. And using any materials uh, for, for, for blockades, uh, like uh, transport trucks, vehicles, any other objects that you can find to barricade yourself. People argue they weren't doing that. Well, it was clearly, it was clearly vivid that they were. Right? So, and it has found that legal measures affecting freedom of assembly through the reasonable regulations of a public space and associate public health and safety matters do not infringe section 2C of the charter. And the people, the people argue that all day. Oh, we have the, we just have to write the protest ball. Yeah. We do that's part of democracy, but there's rules of engagement. And there's also, you know, when it comes to the LGBT community, say, look, you know, I'm not here saying that everybody is homophobic and everybody is a bigot. There are just groups out there that are like that. And they only have one agenda. And that is to intimidate and harass and assault using derogatory language directed towards people of the LGBTQ community. And I'll tell you right now, the people that support the LGBTQ plus two community far outweighs those that don't. And that support is growing rapidly. And then when we see rights taken away from people because of their identity. That is just simply wrong. We have our discourse, we have our beliefs, we have whatever we may have. Even taken away you know, in, in the United States, not all the states, but some of the states where, where they were doing this and from the, and from the Supreme, uh, Supreme Court of the United States taking, taking away 
from women the right the right to choose. What to do with their bodies. Fundamental right. People who, doctors and people who work in the health health uh, field too, you know, when it came to this, this Bill 713 out in New Brunswick, um, you know, taking away, you know, these choices of people, you know, saying you cannot use these gender pronouns. And now, you know, potentially we have to out you. And, you know, the, 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 uh, when it comes to our mental health and doctors are weighing in on this, and telling that provincial government that they need to change course. But we'll have to see what happens. So, I mean, I, you know, to, 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 to be out here and talk about these, these issues in society, I mean, I have no problem doing it. You know, and, and when I see other other groups, you know, being harassed and threatened, you know, it doesn't matter what race, doesn't matter your, your ethnic, doesn't matter your color, doesn't matter stuff like that. People have no business to verbally or physically do anything to you. You know, we have what we call, we do have uh, in, leg in legislation, hate crimes. And just recently, the other day, in the city of Waterloo, Ontario, an individual walked into this study class and they were studying gender. And he stabbed the professor and two other students. And the police are calling this a motivated hate crime. They're studying gender, gender diversity. See, using verbal words and derogatory words directed towards somebody, I mean, it's not really a good thing to do. But then when you add physical violence into that, it hits that threshold of a hate crime.
we have a lot of things to work out in, 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 in society. Lots of things to work on. Lots of things going on. It's not just about the LGBTQ. You know, we have a homeless crisis here across Canada. I'm sure you have that across the United States too and other parts of the country, other parts of the world. And we don't even know what to do about it. We don't have any answers. We have an addiction crisis across Canada. We have a mental health crisis across Canada. And we don't even know what to do about it. It's so far gone. And we don't we don't know what to do. We're just throwing shit out there. We're just throwing it out. Seeing what works, what doesn't work. And, we, and when we talk about homelessness and stuff like that, we know we, we have an addiction, we have a mental illness. Both at the same time. And they don't know how to effectively, they don't know how effectively, effectively to deal with it. How did we get here? How did we allow this to happen? Or how did the government allow this to happen? At all three levels of the government, federal, provincial, and in the municipality. Lots of issues to go on to talk about, but we can't do it all in one night. I was glad I was able to get back out here because um, earlier before a lot of you came on here, you know, I was absent for a while. So if you, if you would follow, if you would follow me or not, um, you know, I, it's only been six weeks, I think. Yeah, six weeks, six weeks since our father passed away. So I've just been, you know, going through that, that grieving process. And that will be for some time. I mean, there's no end date for grieving. So it's been a, a couple weeks, I think, I'd have to check back on the calendar or, or on my show. The last time I did a show, it's been a couple of weeks anyways. But I want to be out here. And I'd like to be out here on a regular basis. I have a pretty good following. 
You know, it's been, you know, since 2019, I think I started it. I think it was January 2019. I started doing podcasts. And the funny thing is, is that I don't even know, I don't even know what the hell a podcast was. Like I, I, I grew up in the 60s. You know, I'd listen to the radio station every morning, going to work and coming home from work, and and uh, a popular radio station here here in London, Ontario, FM ninety six, and and you know, as they're recording, doing their live shows, they're recording a podcast at the same time, and so you can listen to the Taz and Jim podcast wherever you get your podcast. I'm driving home one day and thinking, what the hell's that? I'd come home, get on my laptop. Oh, interesting. What do I need for that? The equipment grew grew over time. You know, the microphones and the interface. You know, updated, you know, laptop. A second monitor. You guys are on, you guys, and, and, and ladies and gentlemen, you're on the big monitor. So I can see My laptop is for, for reference. That's what I want to talk about. But like I say, I mean, it takes time to do, to do a show too, because you, you want to do the research and you want to find the right answers. You know, legitimate answers. And when, when we talk about, you know, for an instance, we may be talking about the, you know, uh, the stigma of homelessness or the stigma of addiction. I mean, you have to go and you have to research that stuff. And of course, I have my my, my personal life to live. You know, I have, I have to go to work, friends, family, you know, balancing everything, you know, as we juggle our lives do it every single day you know and i've been out here like you know so like four years have well over 400 episodes i could be doing more but life happens and and and, and podcasters like to be out here and, and they like to talk to people they like to talk about things Now you can, you, you can become a, a, a Patreon and, and help support the Truckers Podcast, FYI, if you can. Any denomination is acceptable. And you can do that by clicking on my icon that's flashing up there on top of your device that you're holding on to. And then click on the transport truck. You can Google search support the Truckers Podcast, FYI, or right on Podbean or Google search the Truckers pod, Podcast on podbean.com. And it'll help me, you know, it'll help me, you know, to, to create more shows, to create more content. But I'll leave that up to you. And like I say, you know, um, any denomination is welcome. And so this is, oh, this weekend here, um, this is the long weekend here in Canada, 
Canada Day. It is Canada Day tomorrow, July 1st. So it's a statutory long weekend. So I don't know about the United States, though, because you have July 4th coming up. And tomorrow's the 1st. Tuesday's the third. Uh, yeah, is it? Yeah, no, Wednesday's, no, Tuesday's the, Tuesday's, Monday's the third, Tuesday's the fourth. So you, so is the United States like taking off the whole weekend here? Like they're going to go Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, or you have to go to work Monday and then have July 4th off? I don't know. But I do know, you know, because, you know, because the United States is our neighbor and a good neighbor, by the way, you know, having the longest undefended border in the world, you know, the United States celebrates with Canada on Canada Day and Canada uh, celebrates, you know, July 4th. You know, to all the neighboring cities along our borders. Along the border, the longest border. So, yeah, I'm going to be out tomorrow morning uh, for um, 8 a.m. We'll do a show. And I actually had it. I had it on here. And, oh, because, you know what, because, you know, lately, um, two art news articles popping up about, um, about the homelessness, and we could talk about, you know, the city that I reside in, and what sort of, um, anything they've implicated into addressing it, we can talk about that uh, tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. If you can join me for 8 a.m., great. So, and being that tomorrow is Canada Day, and then after that show, I am going away for the weekend, and then I will have a Monday evening show. Because I'm off Monday because... Canada Day falls on a Saturday, so I'll be off on the Monday. So, so that works out really well. So, because some people had today off as well. We're giving Friday off, and then they'll have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, go work Monday, whereas I'll have Saturday, Sunday, Monday off. So today's show, tomorrow morning show, Monday evening show, and then I can just, you know, go out and be with family and friends for this statutory holiday and it's a hundred and Canada turns 156 years old tomorrow. So it's kind of a big celebration. Yeah, we celebrate Canada's birthday. So that's what we do. So I'll be going away. Um, for the weekend and be back Monday afternoon. I'll be able to do a show um, Monday 
evening. So we'll go. We'll, we'll do a show at eight o'clock in the morning, and, and we'll we'll talk about um, the homelessness, the stigma around homeless, what has been taking place recently with the city, and trying to tackle this crisis. So until then, because it's 1041 and this show is an hour and a half. Wow, I haven't done an hour and a half show for a while. And I thank every single one of you for coming out here and staying with me this whole time. You know, Jimmy's been out here the whole time. A lot of people, uh, J-Lo. Uh, I haven't seen J-Lo on, on my show for a very long time. And, and I welcome him back. And I'm just trying to go through some of the people that, you know, I maybe I've seen here before, but it's been a while, you know, but I don't want to lapse between doing podcasts, you know, and being, you know, absent. You know, I, I invested, what have I invested in this? I, I invested time. And then, you know, I invest in having people come on my show and having people coming back on my show. It's nice when people call in and talk about whatever. I've had people call in and we'd go off topic and, and we just talk, which I have no problem doing. I'm not going to cut you off and say what we're talking, what you're talking about is not relevant to, to, to the topic I'm talking about. That, that wouldn't be right. I wouldn't do that to people. I've had plenty of people call in and go off topic and, and just shoot the breeze. And, I, and I've said this from time and time again, and I'm going to say it again, is that you, the listeners, are the podcast. Meaning, without you, there would be no podcast. So you play a very important role in coming on the show and listening and staying on the show and listening. You're the, the important piece of a podcast. I mean, I could sit here and have nobody on my show and just stare at a blank screen. Then something would tell me, well, there's something obviously wrong. People must not be interested for a reason. And people are interested for a reason, like yourselves. And if it is your first time coming on my show, like Jamie said, it was his first time coming on the show, and I welcome you to the show. If it's your first time coming on my podcast, I welcome you to my podcast. And you're welcome to return. You're welcome to come back. You're welcome to call in and engage in a conversation. But a conversation that is respectful. 
So until tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., ladies and gentlemen, everyone take care. Have a good weekend. And be safe out there. Behave yourselves. I should be behaving myself. Until I get out of Dodge. Not kidding. I'll be, be uh, I will be, be uh, behaving myself. So, anyway, have a good night, ladies and gentlemen. 8 a.m. tomorrow morning, and it will be a topic about the homelessness and the stigma, and of course, things that they're trying to implement to help. Thank you for joining me. This is the Truckers Podcast, FYI. I'm your host, Doug from Ontario, Canada. Good night, everyone.